Where Kenneth be one podcast, and mayeth it be the princes of the universe. Hi, folks. Feeling a little ye old today. Um, so, uh, Bruce was supposed to be here. Ignore my text. Didn't answer. Now he's gone. He's, he can't make it. Dude's working all the time. Gripes when he doesn't get to be on it. But when he gets open invitations, when I know you're off, Bruce. I know you're off. Your wife told me you're off. Anyway, so he couldn't make it. So I... I did wait. I did my due diligence. I did give him fair shots more than once. And uh, I'm just going to go ahead and review Spider-Man into the multiverse. Now, the reason Wes isn't here, Wes said he hadn't seen it either. And, yeah, I don't know when those guys will see it. Not that they have to. They're not holding me up. But I got to see it. I wanted to talk about it. I've forgotten about most of it. <laughs> but I'm going to talk about other things, too. Um, so, just it's a, it's a mixed bag today because I had a mixed bag episode. I always come up with these topics that would take maybe five, ten minutes, and I add them to what I call my mixed bag. So whenever I'm you know, short on a podcast and I want to do one, i got to do one solo, I've started, I've started something called a mixed bag where I just bring a bunch of um, uh, several different topics and roll them into one. And we'll see, what, we'll see what all I can get through here today. So uh, Spider-Man and the Multiverse is the first one. I don't remember anything about the first movie except that I liked it. <laughs> I don't remember that much. And I thought, do I need to rewatch it? Nah, I don't have the time. So I watched it. You don't need to watch the first one, I don't think. I mean, kind of if you want to know who the uh, old Peter Parker is. But this is kind of a new story in my mind, you know. It can be taken as a new story. I know some of the characters are returning. You'd, but you don't feel like you missed too much. Like I said, I don't remember hardly anything of the first one. And I enjoyed the second one. Um, these are a lot of fun. I know the third one's going to come out next year, which is good, because they should not wait years in between. I don't know when Spider Into the Spider-Verse came out, but it came out years ago. And uh, it was good, but now I've forgotten it all. And I'm just not the guy to re-watch something like that. I mean, I don't have as much time to watch movies. Movies take take me a while to watch. Funny how I can read through a book in a couple of days, but movies can take weeks to watch, depending on how long they are. But uh, yeah, the mul- Into the Multiverse is a lot of fun, a lot of good characters, a lot of good storylines. I know they ended on a cliffhanger. I kind of remember where it is now. I'm going to watch the next one. I'm not going to rewatch the last one. I'm probably going to forget a lot of what happened in the last one, and then I'll watch the, uh, the previous one, I should say. And whatever next year, I don't know what it's called. They, please, they call it Into the Spider-Verse, Into the Multiverse, and now the other one's going to be Into the Whatever. I don't know. I don't care. It's going to be impossible to tell these apart. It's like Tom Holland's Spider-Man series. They're all about going home or something home in the series. That's terrible because now I can't t- define which title does what. You know, Long From Home, No Way Home, Homecoming. I, I don't I think Homecoming is the first one. Anyway, I don't care. I don't care. I, I, I love how they can't just say Spider-Man into the spider or, you know, Spider-Verse 1, Spider-Verse 2, Spider-Verse. You, you number them, that's fine. But no, we got to give cool names so we don't know which one comes first and everyone's confused. But overall, into the spot, into the multiverse, whatever it's called, is very good. You should give it a shot. Um, I like the artwork. I like the style. I know they're trying to do that Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the same type of art style. I have zero interest in that Mutant Mayhem movie. I will not be watching it. I think ever, you know. But uh, the Into the Spider Verse one. I don't know why I watched the first. I think because a few of my friends um, told me about it. Tom. 
Tom. I know he, he's the one I think they got me to watch it. And then uh, a bunch of other people said it was great, too. And then I watched this one, and now no one, I say no one's watched it. My nephews have seen it, but none of my friends have. Like, Bruce and Wes had not, which is fine. I'm, you know, they don't have to watch everything I watch, but... Um, I'm just saying, I, I'm sure it was popular. I heard, heard it made money, but I don't really know that many people who saw it. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was a fine movie. It's, it's, it's definitely worth your time, definitely worth watching. If you're a Spider-Man fan or not, are these my favorite Spider-Man movies of all time? No, but I think they're very fun. Would I ever watch them again? Maybe. Maybe. I, I rarely watch these super, superhero movies. I'm trying to think of one I've seen twice. I'm talking about even the Marvel ones. I think I've seen each Marvel movie once. No, I saw the last Spider-Man movie twice because my sister wanted to see it. I never watched Avengers twice. No, I, I'm trying to think. I don't think I've seen another one twice. I don't know. If I have, I don't remember. I think I've only seen each one once. There are a lot of one-and-dones for me. Either way, though, um, not, not that it's bad. That's not a bad thing, either. It's just the end of the multiverse Worth your time. There you go. I, I, if Bruce and Wes were here, I'm sure if Bruce would have watched it, he'd have had a lot more to say. I'm sure there's a lot of comic book connections. I'm wondering if um, they if they had a... It seems, and I can't remember because I'm not that smart because I don't remember movies that well, but I think they had a crossover with Venom, like the actual live action. I think when... Because Spider-Man goes into the real world, the cartoon peeks his head out into the real world. And the girl's like going, I've seen Stranger. I think that's the girl who runs the convenience store in Venom. I think. Um, I, I, I don't know why that connection was made. I don't know what kind of Easter egg we're supposed to get out of that. But, you know, oh well. Oh well. I, I'm sure some people just geeked out over that. For me, it was fine. It's fine. Like I said, Spider-Man Into the Multiverse. Check it out. I don't even know if it's streaming now. Surely it is by now, right? It probably is. I just don't. It's probably been out for uh, weeks and months. And hey, look out! I did no spoilers on that one. Uh, the next one I'll probably do a few spoilers on, but it's called Triple R. It's a, a another movie I saw. It's a Bollywood movie. Well, they, someone told me it was like Tollywood, not Bali, not technically Bollywood, but it plays just like a Bollywood movie. Except it's excellent. It's that Bollywood movies are kind of trash, ripoffs of American action movies or whatnot, and you know it, it, you can laugh at them and whatnot, but. The Triple R I have heard for years from here from people here and there. Oh, have you seen that? That's a good one. And finally, uh, Mikey from Saturday Morning Santa Flange showed me the first five minutes. And I was like, okay, I'm interested. Because it looks like it's shot really well. There's some awesome uh, beginning scenes. Honestly, it, this, this movie is three hours, which means it took me two weeks to watch. I watched it at while eating my breakfast for five minutes in the morning and then on lunches for 15 minutes. <laughs> And then if I did have dinner by myself, which doesn't happen that much, unless I'm feeding the babies and then they're all gone, then I have to eat by myself, then I'll watch something for another 10, 15 minutes. Um, and that's about all the time I give for watching movies. I can't sit still and watch a movie. Very rarely do we just sit down. My wife and I used to sit down and watch a movie, have a movie night. We don't anymore. She watches all this other stuff. That's all she does is sit there in her bed and just watch, watch stuff when she gets home. Um, just watch movies until she falls asleep or TV shows or whatnot. But I can't do that unless it's Survivor. I can't do that. So I usually do some reading. Uh, but on the writing, I'm, I'm, I'm on the uh, watching movie front. I finally, it took me a long time to watch Triple R, but it's very good. I think there's some amazing action scenes. The first hour is just excellent. There's a dance 
uh, that because these movies have dances at the end and during the movie, just once during the movie, and it was fun. It was a fun dance scene. In fact, I'm going to show my wife that dance scene. Uh, she's a choreographer. I think she'll get some nice moves out of it because I found it entertaining. It's very entertaining. I mean, about the third act, the third hour, it kind of slows down because it has to give you the background of one other guy who we don't know his background yet. And I mean, since the show's since the movie is three hours long, of course his you know his background story is like forty minutes long, <laughs> which is fine. I mean, it's a good story. But it kind of slows down the action a little bit. And then at the end, of course, they have this huge action sequence. Uh, one dude's got a bow and arrow. Another guy's got a spear. But the bow and arrow is where they go all out. And I think they're trying to, they're trying to get you to like them both. But really, you just like one of them rather than the other. But uh, overall, it's, 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 it's a really fun little action. I, I don't know. It's not Bollywood, but kind of Bollywoodish uh, uh, romp there. So there's, like I said, different. There's some fun action scenes where I, I don't want to spoil too much of this, but they have a scene where they go off a bridge. One is jump swinging off a uh, a um, uh, with a flag. He's jumping off a bridge with a flag. The other guy, they're tied to each other, and I can't. It's hard to describe this action sequence. But you're thinking, why has he got a flag? And then they explain it at the end. And it's during the action sequence. It's really fun. Also, I should mention that the dance scene at the end is just really bonkers nuts. Because even people who die in the movie come back. This is something that Bollywood has always done. Like all the characters, good guys and bad guys, come back for a big dance number at the end. And I, I don't know. I appreciate the zaniness. This is a movie you definitely want to get your popcorn, uh, pull up a chair, watch the movie, and just laugh. Yeah, just get a good laugh out of it because it's a whole bunch of fun. And um, oh my goodness, oh my goodness, uh, you, you! I was laughing the whole time watching it. You know, I, uh, some scenes. You know, like I said, story wise, it's fine. There is the the they're fighting the British. The British speak in English and they speak in their regular native language. So there are a lot of subtitles. If you're a subtitles person, this movie may not be for you. May not be for you, but just action alone, and you skip over some of the sub, you know, subtitle plot. Even though the plot's kind of fun too. When you hear the music, the oh, there, there's another person who sings a song while he's being tortured, which is hilarious. But uh, if you listen, if you read the the lyrics as they're because they'll play the lyrics, you know, they'll translate the lyrics, and the lyrics are basically singing the action, like what's happening. I jump from the jump from the water with a spear, and he's jumping from the water with a spear, stabbing his enemies. It says stabbing his enemies with a rod of iron. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, man. But it that kind of tickled me, too. There's a lot of fun moments in this. And, oh, my. Oh, my goodness. It's so much fun. Uh, before I get to my next... No, I'm going to go ahead and get to the next topic. It's Highlander. I'm going to go ahead and jump to Highlander. Uh, a buddy of mine, Jimmy from Stupid Chainsaw Productions, and I were talking about Highlander. Uh, today and it's it's always fun talking Highlander with him. And one of the things we were talking about was potential uh, spinoffs and whatnot. And uh, we we talked about how Amanda with her the Raven series was just such a terrible spinoff, and how there should have been better. And I think I've said on this podcast that I think Mythos would have been good. Something called the Watcher Chronicles, which they could do today. This is basically a dead franchise. No one has done anything with it. I guess the studio just doesn't know what to do. Reboot it. But how do you get those you know, legacy fans that spend the most money to uh, purchase your product or whatnot? 
because uh, you've kind of screwed up Highlander so bad at the end. But I think you could do a series of, and I, I won't repeat this. Cause I think I said it earlier about Adrian Paul. But you know, you could do audio dramas. You could do something to see if you drum up interest. Do some more novelizations. See if there's a a crowd out there. There may be if you just give them something. Maybe to, to, to build up on. I don't know. I, I feel like there's a lot of chances here. But the Watcher Chronicles, I think the guy that played Joe Dawson is still around. You could do a show with him showing different immortals. And if that takes off, then, hey, you know, bring it back with something else. I don't. It, it, it's going to take someone in Hollywood who has some street cred, who's done some stuff before, to say, uh, you know, here, here, here's my idea, and I want Highlander. And, and then if it's someone like Cobra Kai or someone who can, you know, or Top Gun Maverick, who can take legacy material and make it good, make it appealing to both the new and old generation, then you've got yourself a hit. I, I, you know, No doubt about it. I think you've got yourself a hit here. But there's absolutely nothing coming out. I mean, unless there's some crap comp books. I think even those have kind of been driven to the ground. Uh, Jeremy from Stupid Chainsaw Productions and I were agreeing that the comp books are just, they're just not the best. They're not the best. They're not that very, very well thought out. A lot of them are just garbage. You know, waste of time. The books, I, I, and I'm not going to go back over what I've said before about the books, but the books are okay. Um, the audio series is is decent. It was enjoyable, like I've done in my past reviews too. So I'm not spending that much time on it. But um, I, I, it's it is a franchise. I wish they come back and do something with. It. I mean, Adrian Paul is on. You know, he he's on board to do anything they want to try with it. So I mean, it's not like you have unwilling participants. I'm, I'm sure you could get a lot of people from the uh, TV show. Of course, to explain how they age, you could just say when the source came out, you can say that somehow they all you know duck and figure out a way to end the game. But it was only temporary fix, and maybe some evil immortal un, un you know unlocks the game again and restarts it, making everyone immortal again, just so he can get the prize. You know, and then and then have the maybe a four season, six season tops show about how you know the, this is the gathering. You know, this is the final moments of it. Like, give it one big, nice grand finale. I don't know. I think you could do a lot with it, but of course, the way Hollywood moves, you know, and then Hollywood acts, you know, it's probably going to be garbage anyway. Um, I, I just, you know, I don't know, but I don't know how hard it would get the right to, to be to get the rights to that. I don't think any uh, book place is asking for it. You know, they just think the franchise is dead. But I, honestly, if you wrote a really good novel about Highlander, I, I think it would sell. I don't know. I don't know. I think there's a bigger niche out there than people think. That and Tremors. I've always said that Tremors best selling things on DV, straight to DVD and home video, and yet they, you know, Universal didn't license out any of that stuff. It's just wild how Hollywood just kind of misses the mark. Now, you can't just, you know, give licensees to every every little thing, but you do want to give them out to people who you think will be, you know, give it a good shot and maybe grab some more interest because that can motivate people's interest, spread the word again, get people, you know, hungry for another movie, you know, where you can make money off of them. I don't know. I don't I don't really understand how Hollywood works, how big delays and big misses like not doing anything extra Highlander works. Um, will I ever read through all those Highlander books again? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, some of them I remember better than others, but yeah, I'm, I'm glad I have that series, and I just wish it just wasn't a dead franchise. That's that's the only thing I was talking about here. Okay, one thing before I transition to my next topic. So spent three hours tonight cleaning and had to give the house a big, deep, 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 deep clean. And uh, one of the things I did, and I haven't done this in a while, was I put wood oil on our steps. It's, re, you know, it it replenishes or whatever and strengthens and renews your wood. 
and we have a wood staircase with wood rails and wood siding. So I just polished the whole thing up because, man, I'm, you know, when you get in cleaning mode, and I'll be honest, after two hours, 45 minutes, I was kind of done being in cleaning mode, you know. But I said, let's round this off at, you know, three hours even. Let's, you know, wipe down. I, well, I clean the stairs was the only thing left to do, really. So I washed, the, you know, wa- wa- swept, then kind of scrubbed in between the railings. And then uh, after that, I said, oh, I think I have some wood oil here. And so I got some wood oil, put it down there, and I put a little too much. It's like a slip and slide. In fact, I slipped coming up the stairs, screamed a little bit because I fell. I, sli- I slid a little bit too. <laughs> my girl, someone's going to die this morning. I, well, my girls are young, so their bones aren't as breakable as their dad. So, but they're definitely going to slip. I need to make, make sure they go barefoot and go easily down the stairs. My little... Uh, babies, when they try to get up, there's going to be an accident. I know there is. Now, thankfully, they don't try to, they do climb stairs, but they don't go down them. But even climbing them, there's going to be some accidents tomorrow. I can tell you that right now. (laughs) Not a good idea to put the wood oil on there. Should put the wood oil on the rest, uh, on the armrest and whatnot, on the uh, banisters and whatnot, but not on the straps. Um, They look great, though. They look renewed. They look shiny, you know, nice gleaming wood. They don't look dull anymore. So they look great. They have a nice sheen to them. But holy cow, even coming down the stairs, I took off my shoes because I did slip again. I was like, uh, you know what? I could die. <laughs> so I didn't do that. Um, I've always been a fan of a big house, a clean house. But you know what I was thinking about? So I was thinking about the perfect reading conditions for me. Okay, I love a rainy day. Rainy day, quiet. All, I never have quiet. But a rainy night, you know, that'd be great. It's a great time to read. Another great time to read is when your house is clean. When your house is clean and you have a candle going, preferably the white linen candle because that smells fresh and clean like fresh laundry. And like I'm getting specific here. All we have is one of those uh, uh, Hawaiian beach uh, candles right now. And I, someone gave it to us. We, we, we would never buy those anymore. And so I'm burning that one now just to kind of burn it through because there's a few other ones at whatever Hobby Lobby that I want. And uh, anyone, the cashmere and firewood or cedar and whatever musk, cedar humidifier smells, the manly candle smells. Um, I'm really into getting one of those. Also, uh, my buddy, uh, Nick, who came down to visit me, one of my oldest board game buddies, uh, we had a great board game weekend, played a lot of good games, but that's for another day. Uh, we He told me about a candle, a candle company called the Magic Candle Company, who does... Um, specializes in giving you smells from Disney World. I've been to Disney World forever. I don't remember particularly saying, ooh, that smell. I, I, I mean, I, I, the experience, you know, of being there is nostalgic, but the smells, I've never, I don't think I've really noticed them. But I do love candles, and I do want to have some of those smells, like Splash Mountain I think would be cool, and I can't remember what the other ones were. Oh, the Caribbean is where my wife and I stayed on our honeymoon. And I remember walking into the hotel and smelling it and going, oh, wow, it brings me right back to that time. Because we, we had visited five years later. And so that would probably be another one I want. And the third one I want is called Rome Burning. I have no idea what it's supposed to be because they're not Disney affiliated. They can't say exactly what it's for. But that's that firewood cedar smell that I love so much. A friend of mine bought those. They're coming in today. Uh, she put, she brought them. Uh, they're coming into uh, my house. So I'm if if uh, she said I could open it up and smell a few of them. Um, but I kind of want them. They're a little expensive, a little on the expensive side. I say expensive side. They're average price. But I always like to have my candles cheap. But anyway, I do love a nice candle burning. 
and especially a vacuum carpet. But a clean house is great too. But a vacuum carpet, oh, <laughs> oh, I need to I need to put the wood polish on the little uh, coffee table. I just realized that. So this is what happens when you're old. Start worrying about uh, what you're going to clean next. Now, I have a lot of honeydew projects around here, and I got a lot done today, and I probably won't get any done later on. I mean, maybe tomorrow I'll get a little bit done, but um, tons of time. I've never run out of things. I can I can work around the house and everything. I guess when you get older, I still have to mow the grass. I still have to, oh gosh, uh, uh, installs, and I hate, I hate. We have uh, fluorescent bulbs here. The fluorescent lights, I should say, the little rods everywhere. They were a big fluorescent light uh, family, I guess, because they're not regular light bulbs. Everything, I'm looking at fluorescent lights in this room. And they're like in every, not in every room, but they're in the kitchen. They're in the, they're in the bathrooms. But fluorescent lighting is like in most of the places. There's very little light bulbs. And it's just kind of weird that that's what they went for. But I do not, I do not like uh, unscrewing and putting in fluorescent light bulbs. I never have. And finally, after a year and a half, a few of them are going out. One in the bathroom, which really doesn't impact us. And then one in the kitchen, which we've gotten used to. We're only used to one of those. Uh, There's two sets of fluorescent lights going on. One set is completely dead, and that's the set I need to bring out. But it does make for a lower lighting, but we don't really mind that. And then the only other thing that, you know, well, I got to, you know, do some trimming outside of the some of the bushes and stuff. But the only thing I never want to do, our blinds failed. They basically broke off. I mean, when we first got here. And I would, I would pay for blinds. I do not want to hang blinds. I want to put up curtains there because it is a little bright in the mornings when you're eating breakfast there. Um, but I love it. I love it. I just wish the blinds were drawn a little bit because it can be a little noisy where that window is facing the what, what eventually is out toward the highway it's there's a little patch of woods there but you can still hear big trucks and motorcycles but if you put up a little uh and we've i've noticed if we, we you know when we draw the curtains on the other windows it's a muffled sound and right there in the kitchen it's really loud so i'd like to get some uh noise canceling curtains maybe but i don't want to hang curtains i hate hanging curtains i hate hanging blinds that's the one thing i despise i absolutely despise i, I will not do it anymore i'd actually pay someone to come over and hang them so, like, for birthday, Christmas, that's really all I want. I want some, I'll, I'll pay for the curtains. I just want someone to come over here and hang the curtains, noise-canceling curtains over that place. I think that's it, you know. <laughs> Eventually, I want to get the same for the uh, girls' bedroom. I don't know how they can sleep. They are, uh, all of our rooms are slightly, you know, normal. The no noise level's normal. When you're living close to a highway, of course, you're going to pick up cars and whatnot. In the backyard, you can always hear them. Oddly enough, in the patio, I don't hear them. I mean, I can hear them if, I, if it's quiet, but it doesn't bother me. It's, it's kind of low. And then, of course, that, this patio is glassed in, double glassed in, which is one of the reasons why, but it also makes it very muted in the bedroom. Like my bedroom, I rarely, if ever, hear anything. The baby's bed's on the other side of the house, so they, it's pretty quiet. The other two rooms up here are fairly quiet, too. I've never, I, I'll hear a few, you know, cars and trucks go by, but I've fallen asleep in both of those rooms without, with it, with ease. But the one room that is so loud in our house is the, um, the girls' room, because they have an open window. I say open, meaning we, it has like a little bit of blinds, but no noise can't, it's not double, it's not, I don't think it's double glass there. And the noise is so loud. You can hear every car, you know, down. The highway's a little bit off, but you can hear every car run down the highway because it's facing, that window's facing the highway. It's so loud. But I guess that ambient noise puts them to sleep. I don't know. 
Um, but for me, I'd like to at least put up some noise canceling curtains to kind of help them out because that, as they get older, I don't, I don't know. That seems that would be a problem for me trying to get to sleep in that room. It's so like when my wife said we're going to move into that room. Originally, they were going to supposed to be in another room. I was like, no, this room is terrible. And uh, eventually, when the we have three girls and one boy, I have two sets of twins. If anyone did not know that about me already, and so there's a few options. I'm I'm for having all the girls stay up here and the boys stay in the what 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 is now the baby's room. The boy will eventually have his own room. It's a little room, but he'll have it all to himself, and he'll have a little bathroom with a shower around the corner. It's perfect for him. Where the girls have a bigger bathroom. It's a bathtub bath you know bath uh, bathtub shower. And with a nice big sink area, so the girls can have that. And that the you know, I, I, I this is where we get uh, you know uh, we're still deciding what to do. Maybe give up my wife's study as my other little girl's room, but she said she wants all three girls into the room I'm in right now, which is kind of our playroom slash my board games slash my books. You know, everything's kind of up here. It's the biggest room upstairs. It's as big as the master bedroom, actually. And she's thinking about having all three girls stay here, which I can see. I can see that. There's a closet. It's not really that, it's not an ideal walk-in closet, but it's a, it's a closet, no less, that they could walk into and get their stuff from. Um, there's plenty of room for dressers and everything. So I could see all three of them staying here and, you know, having a good time. If that was the case, she would keep her study, and I'm guessing all the games and books because their toys would have to stay in here and eventually would have to go away, I guess. But the the books and the um, uh, games would probably go into their room, which is fine too. Because I could, you know, putting up a wall of uh, or bookcases or a wall of board games over that window, which is exactly what I do, would muffle the sound and it would make for a nice, cozy little uh, board game room. You know, so I'm not opposed to that. So we may have all three girls live up in the big room, you know, switch things up. Uh, the point is we'll have plenty of extra bedrooms. That's that's the big one there. Um, talking about life, you can tell I'm out of subjects. In fact, I'm not going to go into my next subject because I think it would take too long. Let me make sure. Yeah, that'd take too long. Um, so for whatever, where are we? Ah, i got a few more minutes left. Good deal, good deal. So just, just to let you know, played a few board games. I don't have any board games on my channel right now because all my Kickstarters have been delayed. But just real quick, I got to play Zombiegeddon uh, with my old buddy, and uh, some you know that, that was the old game we used to play zombies, and that was so much fun. I, I want to play it again. I just don't know with who. Uh, I kind of have an idea, maybe who I could play some, some with. But uh, I'm playing through as many games as I can right now. Uh, some of my fun games. Some, back going back through some of my newer games I got this year because uh, I'm going to be doing my top 100 in the next. Uh, I don't know. I may start November or whatever, and uh, I'm I'm still holding out against hope that some of these some games are going to come in December, and I, I'm thinking everything is going to get delayed to December. And if that's the case, it's it's done. But there's still one Kickstarter that's saying it's getting to me in October, and you know if once that one comes in. End of October or whatnot, I'll play it a few times, and then I'm ready to do my uh, I'll do my board game rankings. But until then, I'm trying to play through all the new games I've got again. Of course, some of my favorite games. You know, we're picking on the board here, picking on the shelf now, just drawing out games. I've played through my whole collection at this point. Now I'm just picking out games that I want to play again for fun. Um, but so lots of lots of board game wonder uh, wonderful stuff going on. I put out a. Um, what was it? A, uh, a poll uh, last week about, hey, gamers, what would you like to see? And then everyone, all the Star Wars fans, 
wrote in stuff that was not intended for Star Wars. I'm not going to do top five Star Wars things. I got plenty of Star Wars videos right now. Um, not that I'm tired of talking about Star Wars, but I have other interests as well, like Highlander. But that's, of course, that is also the reason for the podcast to express my other interests, which is why they're not as popular as my Star Wars reviews. Uh, another thing, I know last week I did a stream where I said I got Supernatural Encounters. I did go ahead and pick up the next book in the New Jersey Order series and read through that one. And now I'm thinking I need to go ahead and just march into Supernatural Encounters. I'm, I looked at it, and I'm like 10 books away, 9 books away. I can't remember. Um, I'm a few books away from it, and I'm thinking, Ugh. you know, I, I really am. Maybe, maybe read a little bit of both. Maybe read a chapter of Supernatural Encounters, then go back and read another book. I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do yet. But Supernatural Encounters is calling to me now because it's new EU, and I want to read it. A lot of people are reading it now, and in an odd sense, I have that FOMO. I have that FOMO. Um, and if I haven't done the streams by now, uh, hopefully we're going to have some streams. Uh, Joe, Joe's really busy now, uh, but Joe Bongiorno is going to come on. I'm, I'm trying to get Kyle Rawlings from the Legends Con to come on and talk. Uh, I, I don't know what his schedule is. He hasn't texted me back yet. But uh, if, if he did, then I've, maybe I've had him on this weekend already. I don't know. Maybe this is an old message here, recording this before the weekend. But uh, other than that, though, uh, don't worry. Next week, Wes is back. We're going to keep talking about Dark Side of the Ring. Probably going to talk about that all the way uh, through the rest of this month. And, uh, and then we have some other fun little topics that I, I may introduce after that. Uh, but, yeah, so you guys enjoy and uh, keep, keep a watch on the expanduniverse.com. want to give a big shout-out to Marcel and Meg who are, who are doing, helping me and teaming up. We're doing exclusive little episodes, uh, Missed Opportunities with Marcel and Matt versus Megan with Meg from Meg Reviews. Both of those are great. Both of those are on the website. And there's a lot of exclusive stuff coming out this month and the next month, too. Uh, and maybe, who knows, maybe in a mat chat or two by the end of the year. But that's it. So check out the website. Uh, that's it for me. I hate doing these solo, but I think I filled up, yeah, close enough. Close enough on the 30 minutes. We'll see you next time on Princes of the Universe.